it hit March, um, the pandemic started, the coronavirus. And since that started, I really had to adjust quickly to the new regime because I didn't want to lose my clients. But at the same time, I understood that it's difficult for students, mostly younger kids, to do Zooms online, so to do any online work. Um, I started the ballet business six months ago in October and ever since um, I really got to see what kind of atmosphere I want to bring to the table, what I want to provide to my students and when it hit March um, the pandemic started, the coronavirus and since that started I really had to adjust quickly to the new regime because I didn't want to lose my clients, but at the same time, I understood that it's difficult for students, mostly younger kids, to do Zooms online, so to do any online work. So I really had to learn and kind of make a personal connection with the students, which is what I already previously started doing with also all of my locations. So my daycares, my schools, my ballet studio, my nonprofits. And it really um, showed because um, I got to see that not every instructor is taking this personally. Um, some aren't doing Zooms, some are saying, you know, it's too difficult or I can't or I'm gonna wait until the coronavirus ends. But I realized that you cannot wait in business. You have to know how to adjust. You have to know what to do when such a pandemic happens with your business because if you don't, then once the pandemic ends, you may lose all of your clients. Yeah, I think uh, here in the Kando, uh, around me, like a few gyms have been going online and mm -hmm. just pushing that online, but even just doing it for free for the clients. Yes, and that is exactly what I started doing. I started doing my Zoom classes 100% free for the parents. and It hit to a point where they actually said, um, we don't want to do it for free, we will pay you, you're doing such a big offer. And eventually started charging, actually only a few weeks ago, just because it, it's a continuing process. It's a continuing problem, I'm sorry, with the coronavirus that it's not like a few weeks, it's already May and it started in March. So I started charging once, you know, I really wanted to kind of not for the money aspect, but because of it's already long term. But ideally, you're 100% correct. Um, a lot of people are putting on free contents and, you know, they're bringing back value to the community, which is exactly what um, I'm doing as well. Yeah, I think eventually, if it goes on for too much longer, people will have to develop uh, like a pay system that will mm -hmm. be able to extend themselves for the next few months. If it goes on for a few months, if you can't open a physical location or, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, maybe talk about your history with ballet and what, uh, like, what brought you to do ballet work and stuff, what got you? Sure. So what brought me to ballet work 
is I always had a passion to work with children and just to work with people. I started ballet when I was four years old and there were different forms of dancing also. We had character dancing, modern, um, point dancing. So point dancing starts at about um, 11 or 12 years old for a girl. And um, at the age of 15, I was nominated from my class to teach pre-ballet. And I always wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't know exactly what kind of teacher. So not even thinking about the ballet part, but I went to school for psychology and I thought I'm going to teach something like that school work or like social work or psychology. And then I really started to look at the business side of things. So then I started to think about um, business structure and maybe doing it like my own practice. But everything kind of combined together and I decided to just bring everything together. So intertwine everything. The psychology that I learned in college, which gave me a lot of value in teaching students right now for ballet, my over 18 year history with ballet education and my business side of it, which I took several courses in college for. So just combining everything, opening up the business and then transferring my knowledge with ballet to different schools and daycares and then opening up my own studio. So it's just been an ongoing process that is just, I'm learning from every day, to be honest. Yeah, so I think the guy definitely, in terms of uh, the guy, the the especially for the rest of the year, it's going to be a big learning curve for any business to either if they want to go online fully or just wire it out and see it. Just hopefully that they can open up their store you know, the next month or two, hopefully. Right. Yeah. And uh, if people want to support you and stuff and all in your journey and stuff, how would they go about doing it? By uh, following you on on TikTok Mm -hmm. or? So to support on my journey, I would love to speak with anyone in regards to anything. If they have children, they want me to take into the program or to just talk about ballet education or how I started the business structure of it, the ballet, how I teach, my approach to it. I have all the social media platforms. I have my Instagram, um, Ballet Lisa, and also my Facebook business page, which I upload to several times a day. Just all of my kids, my programs, what's new, how is everything, and more about what are we doing right now in terms of, you know, classes and the worldwide kind of change right now. Also, um, you can always reach me on my email at info at And I honestly just give all the parents that I have right now my personal phone number to text me and call me whenever at any time. Um, I get back to them in literally like for sure the hour after they send me, if not a few minutes, because I'm very, very personal, personable with every student I have. And I think that is what will make a difference because I um, kind of remember each student by a specific character and style that they have. And in regards to that, I always let parents know that if they ever need any help at home, 
if they ever need me to do anything for their kids in regards to respect or leadership to always contact me because it's not just about ballet but it's leadership it's respect it's discipline it's how you carry yourself not only in a studio but in life yeah and definitely uh and uh got yeah. this probably we got the last thing it's how you're doing personally with all uh yeah we got it I'm doing personally with what? But, you know, but just in general with all the COVID-19 stuff going on, are you just handling it well? Or? Yeah, I think I'm handling it very well. I adjusted all of my classes online. So I have almost every day a Zoom class with my kids and I separated all of the age groups. The parents are loving it because if you really think about it, the parents are already sick of the kids. The kids are sick of the parents. Everybody needs their own space. And that's kind of what I'm doing. Even if it's a 45 minute class or half an hour class, it doesn't matter because preparing yourself for the class and then after the class, you know that I have ballet at this time. So maybe the day prior you get ready for class or a few hours before the parents remind you so it's not just that 30 minutes it's a weekly reminder that you have for yourself yeah definitely yeah it's uh i've been i think i just talked to a, a few days ago about uh like someone that does online play they use his online app to just like fitness videos and stuff and it's really just giving people a, a time and day to just relax and just like put just uh, like focus on that for that hour. So it's uh... no, a hundred percent. And to be honest, um, in person classes, yes, they're very, very good, but like distance learning, it has many advantages to the students can be comfortable in their own home and you do not need a ballet bar. All you need is your body. And that is exactly what I tell my students. Yeah, well, yeah. well, thanks for joining me today. Uh, it was good to look at just to look uh, at show your story. And so, I hope you're staying safe.